Hello, Kristen here with a new thing. Okay, so the bad news. We can't all move to Canada if Trump wins. The good news is that we can face whatever is coming together. And the antidote is for facing it together. It's for monthly gathering where we practice building resilience in the body long before November 5th. So you're going to practice returning to your body, your breath, and your being when the stakes are really low, when we're just in a Zoom room together, so that you build those muscles and they're easier to access when you really need them. And in case of a Trump win, you will really need them. And in case of a non-Trump win, you'll have them forever and it will be great regardless. <laughs> you can find all the details at jointheantidote.com, J-O-I-N-T-H-E-A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E.com. Promo code TRUST takes $33 off before March 12th because trust. Again, that's jointheantidote.com. Enjoy the episode and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to Structure That Doesn't Suck, part three. This is my third attempt at it because I get so excited that I talk too fast. <laughs> so here we are. I'm Kristen Kelp. If this is the first podcast you're listening to, please don't. It uh, it won't make sense. Um, so please go back to Structure That Doesn't Suck, part one, uh, and then you will understand what's happening here. But I promise it won't make sense and you'll just think I'm moderately to mildly insane. So if you're new, welcome, hello, hi, I love you already, but Structure That Doesn't Suck Part 1 is for you. For the rest of us, we have Structure That Doesn't Suck Part 3, and the refrigerator has decided to make background noise for us at this moment, and I continue on. Uh, we are so inundated with advice and good ideas that of course you didn't start setting up a Luna or Hermione hour as a result of listening to last week's podcast. I mean, that's just to be expected. Uh, it's most likely that you listened or sort of half listened, thought it was a good idea, and then went about your life with no changes whatsoever. Uh, that is a perfectly normal response to free advice as well as to modern life. So I'm not shaming you in any way, but I am slowing this series down in order for you to get what you need from it. For the first time, and that's what she said, podcast history, possibly in my whole life, we're going to pull the brakes. We're going to talk about why this structural change is so important. And I'm also effectively buying you a buffer week of we're not going to move on without you. Uh, we're going to use this episode to wrap our minds around the change to your daily schedule and to talk about what is and isn't a good use of your dedicated Hermione or Luna hour. Now, just for the sake of a recap, if you are a Luna, you have a tremendous amount of trouble functioning at the physical world level. So in your business, the things you avoid are sales, marketing, showing your work, talking about your work, 
following up, communicating, responding to emails, responding to inquiries, talking on the phone. Uh, if you are a Hermione, you are so fucking good at muggling. Uh, but the trouble is is not in sales and marketing and all that stuff. It's the inner drive in which you just go and go and go and go and go and go and go. And the space to be, to daydream, to play, to meditate, to take exquisite care of yourself just doesn't exist. So if you are a Hermione, you create a Luna hour. And if you're a Luna, you create a Hermione hour. As long as you know which one you fall into, you were good to go for the rest of the episode. So first up, for Lunas, ways to use your Hermione hour effectively. You may be tempted, and by may I mean you will completely be tempted, to use this hour to go further down your secret rabbit holes. And by secret rabbit holes, I mean that you use this time to look for part-time jobs or to play fantasy job league. Like, yes, I could be a backup dancer for Taylor Swift, thank you very much. Uh, or to go hunting for a different house, slash career, slash partner, slash life. This is not a recommended use of your Luna Hour. To be clear, we do not play Fantasy Job League on Luna Hour. I'm sorry, on Hermione Hour. I have messed this up. It's Hermione Hour, okay? So during the time in which we are being our opposite, we are not doing Fantasy Job League. Likewise, using this hour to withdraw from reality in any way is not the intent. This is not the hour uh, to focus on learning new methods of your craft because you're actually probably pretty fucking good at your craft. Um, this is not the time to go into do not disturb mode and ignore everyone. Use this time to be focused on, and you're going to hate this, being in communication with people about your work. Oh, <laughs> that means responding to phone calls photographing and sharing your work, talking about your work in public or online or on social media, publishing your podcast, blog post, story, article, essay, photographs, or product launch, clearing your inbox of inquiries, and generally doing the hard work of selling what you've made with the world at large. So there's the part of your work that is creativity, and there is the part of your work that is showing your work to the general public. That's the part that we're focusing on. Other tasks you may eventually learn to enjoy include sending invoices, bookkeeping, setting up new products within your cart system, filing business paperwork, meeting with your accountant, or updating your business systems. You can also go from zero to email list in 15 minutes. Get paid, damn it, and find your enough number. And if you head to kristinkelp.com, you will find the appropriate links to those uh, podcasts and to those articles. If it involves numbers, data, money, and or the physical world, it is the perfect focus for your Hermione hour. Uh, it's also a great idea to meet with friends, coworkers, colleagues, or professionals who, uh, who can make this transition to addressing the left-brained, uh, very physical world part of your business a bit easier. So you don't have to know how to operate every single system. You just have to have the appropriate passwords all together in a place where you can share them with professionals who will help you handle these things. 
many Lunas uh, come to me because their business is doing quote unquote okay, uh, but often they would rather not rely on financial support from their partner any longer, or they are completely free of their partner's uh, financial input, but it's still just like there's something, I want to do this thing in a way that honors me and my time completely and totally, and in a way that makes my time away from the people that I love worth it. That often means sorting out pricing, systems, marketing, and selling in short order. If you need help with those tasks in the form of a business coach, KK on Tap is a great idea. I would be so happy to help. And you can find information at kristenkelp.com tap. That's where we work together for a year and spots open in January. So get on the first to know list. Um, there are six spots that will open in January. Okay. Hermione's, here's how to use your Luna hour effectively. <laughs> Let's talk about all the things that you cannot do during this hour. You cannot get caught up on your business reading, your CRM, your SEO, or any other business acronyms, okay? We're working on the tasks that are hardest for you to handle, which are some form of risk-taking, silence, stillness, and space. And the reason those are so hard is because silence, stillness, and space are not a part of the modern capitalist productivity infrastructure. Those are just no. However, they're really important. It's easy to get caught in the loop of being extremely tired, bordering on the edge of burnout or apathy at all times. Society will very happily reinforce those feelings with the idea that you should work toward ever-increasing productivity forever, as if at some magical future point, the demands you've placed on yourself will suddenly disappear or they will stay just as they are and you will feel fucking great. If you don't feel great right now, adding more tasks and productivity to your plate will not make you feel better. That feels really important, so I'm gonna repeat it. If you don't feel great right now, adding more tasks and productivity to your plate will not make you feel better. Your job during Luna Hour, and this is very specific, is to live like a 13th century king or queen, minus the abuses of commoners. We're talking about you have completely unrelated to your work books to read. That was luxury in the 13th century. You have music to enjoy. You would have had to have a gesture or entertainer. You have films to watch. You have clean water. You have nutrition. You have a shower or bathtub in which you can free yourself of your bodily smells at any time of day. You're also free to use Luna Hour to do the things you enjoy but don't let yourself do. For you, that might be painting, sewing, song making, or writing. If you get paid to do any of those things, they are not for this time. We are talking not for sale, creative for the sake of being creative activities. If you're absolutely stumped about what you might enjoy, think of what you did as a kid. Cliche, yes. Truest formula possible for finding the part of you that's been betrayed by work, 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 also yes. You can climb a tree, stare into space, meditate, bake, bathe, sing, dance, or take a walk. It's also a great idea to meet a friend for coffee or through Skype to talk about not work. It doesn't even matter what you talk about, just not work, not shop talk, not optimizing, not launching, not scaling, not growing, none of it. Finally, you can meditate, chant, pray, do breath work, or practice yoga during this time. 
tending to your interior consonant, i.e. your spiritual needs, is 100% awesome for this hour. Uh, during my Luna time, I do breath work. To be honest, I also scope out new library book orders, and I catch up on whichever Kimonami class I'm working through at the moment. Uh, right now, it's vaginal kung fu, and that's... <laughs> I can't make that shit up, dude. That's actually what I'm doing. Um, finally, a note for everyone, no matter your deepest tendencies. This is not, whether Luna or Hermione, this is not an hour for your aspirational self. Uh, I was going through photos from about eight years ago. And I used to own a Fuji Instax camera. And so it's me like smiling, this enormous smile. And I'm wearing a thick black belt with a ruffly red top. I look just fucking wow. I remember it. I was in Paris and I'd put together this outfit with so much pride that I demanded my travel partner take the photo. And because I looked so good that day, that was the day that we went to the cafe in Paris where Amelie was filmed so that I could enjoy it looking so stylish and chic. <laughs> the thing is, that's my aspirational self. My aspirational self wears belts and not just little skinny belts, like big statement, chunky belts. Uh, in real life, I, I hate belts with all my heart. They're a thing that I aspire to enjoy. Uh, my aspirational self also speaks many languages. Uh, now, the reason my 4.0 in college was ruined was French. Uh, my aspirational self also runs marathons. I have tried and I hate running the very most. So I'm just clarifying that adding structure to your life does not mean stoking the fires of your aspirational self. This is not the time to learn Russian if there's no part of you that's good at languages. Uh, it's not about completely remodeling your existence. You're not going to use your time to get rid of absolutely everything in your pantry and replace it with only organic things. Structure is about engaging in the discipline of bringing your work to the world as a whole fully engaged human. And I think a lot of what we talk about with balance is this very thing. It's not about having this perfect, like I do this and this and my work-life balance is just perfect. It's where can you bring attention to your whole self is a much better question. Because if you are a whole, fully engaged human, we are going to get such better work from you and for you and with you than we would if you only focus on this one aspect where you're a Luna and you have no fucking clue how much your work costs or where it goes or what happens. Or if you're a Hermione and you never give yourself time to dream or aspire or enjoy. For Lunas... Uh, that means taking care of physical world realities that tend to be ignored. And again, if you feel shame, if you feel judgment, if you feel weird, that is all you because I have been there. I have been the person who's like, I'm not depressed. I'm fine. I sleep for 16 hours a day and I don't want to do anything. I do the absolute bare minimum, but I am fine. Physical world realities. Uh, for Hermione's, that means taking care of the desires, musings, feelings, and intuitive nudges that tend to be ignored for something quote-unquote practical. Now again, if you feel judged, called out, seen, <laughs> um, 
I used to sit at my computer for eight hours a day because that's what you're supposed to do. So that's what I will do. And when it was like, wait, I don't actually need to be doing this. I could be using this time that I'm spending scrolling somewhere on my computer to be doing breath work, to be um, reading more of my materials, like my Ram Dass stuff, to be listening to music, to be um, just generally tending to my interiors. Like, so in both cases, these places where you're ignored, it's not about this perfect quote unquote work-life balance. It's about where can we see you as a whole human and where can we embrace that wholeness and give it a leg up just a little bit. In both cases, structure rounds out your natural tendencies with complementary practices that strengthen your whole self. Because bringing your best, highest self to the table is the name of the game. I'm gonna repeat that because I can. Structure rounds out your natural tendencies with complementary practices that strengthen your whole self. Because bringing your best, highest self to the table is the name of the game. Once again, this week, I'm asking you to add a single hour of either Luna or Hermione time to your calendar for each workday. And this is not each day, period. This is if you work three days a week, you have three Luna hours or three Hermione hours. Four days, five days, six days, two days, doesn't matter. It's just every time you have a workday on your calendar, you also have scheduled time for your opposite. I promise it will pay off. Try to be as specific as possible with what you'll be doing during the hour. And please give yourself more time than you think you need to accomplish your tasks. Luna's, it may take two to three hours to get an email list up and running to your liking. You may try it, get frustrated, talk to a professional, have to find your appropriate passwords to hand them off and get all frustrated. It's totally okay. Hermione's, scheduling 15 minutes of breath work, 15 minutes of asana practice, 15 minutes of reading, and 15 minutes of meditation is not the idea. So no cramming. Give yourself the gift of space. And remember, it doesn't count if you don't enjoy it. Ooh, that sucks, but it's also true. Uh, next week, I will be back with, this is a very detailed look at what we do during this hour. Next week, we're going to fly a bit higher and talk about your overall priorities. So I will see you next week with structure that doesn't suck. Thanks so much for listening and may you find the time, the space, the energy uh, to round out those parts of you that are Luna or Hermione with the opposite. And may you know the freeing gift of being your whole self for every minute of every day. Thank you for listening. If you do not want to do this election season alone with your phone, I encourage you to check out jointheantidote.com. It's new, it's fantastic. And promo code TRUST takes $33 off until March 12th. So get on it. Again, jointheantidote.com. J-O-I-N-T-H-E-A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E.com. Join the antidote.